We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. Remember, there is only one way now to subscribe to the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure you have the proper link, Sooner Sports TV slash podcast. Everything you need is right on that page if you use Apple, if you use Stitcher, if you use Google Play, whatever it is to download your podcast. I'm an Apple guy, so... Just make sure you go right there on that player, and there are ways in which you can easily subscribe to the Sooner Sports Podcast, and we appreciate it. Uh, This week has been uh, a fun week because we dedicated it to looking back on the tenure of Bob Stoops as the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, and in all reality, a a week can't do it justice. Two shows can't do it justice, nor will it. And I I don't know if even taking 18 more years, you know, you add 18 years on top of – praise and thankfulness to the 18 years that he gave. I don't know if that would do justice to the incredible job that he did. But on Tuesday's edition, we heard from Ty Darlington, Teddy Lehman, and J.D. Reynolds. We have several players who are going to join us next week as well, too. But I, it was interesting in this process of putting together the podcast and trying to develop something that fans would want and that fans would enjoy. And I'm a fan myself, and I, I think about what – I'm a fan of and I'm a fan of the Sooners and I always want more information and I want to learn more about exactly what makes everything tick. And I thought in addition to celebrating Bob Stoops, it's always fun and educational to talk to a guy that is an integral part of everything that takes place athletically within the Sooner Nation. And when I first reached out to Kenny Mossman, 
to say, hey, Kenny, I'm going to do some tribute podcasts to Coach Stoops, and I really want you to be involved. Uh, I, I realize that, you know, this is the perfect guy to not just have for like a five to six minute interview, but to talk to for 20 minutes, not just about Coach Stoops, but about everything within the athletic department, because there is so much, there's so much that changes whenever somebody leaves a position that they've been entrenched in for 20 years. So many things that honestly I, I would never think of. And so many things that I think for fans we would never think of either. And I thought to myself, man, there is nobody better to go more in-depth on this topic than Kenny Mossman. So for today's episode of The Tailgate, which during the season typically kind of looks ahead to who we're playing, the matchups, the the showdowns, the games, today we're, we're looking ahead to the weekend with obviously an eye on the future for Oklahoma Sooner Athletics as we had a chance to sit down, pick the brain, and obviously be entertained by Kenny Mossman, the Associate Athletic Director for External Communications, former SID, and as you'll learn, longtime friend of Bob Stoops. I hope you guys will enjoy this. Uh, Kenny is a mentor of mine and without a doubt somebody that not just professionally but personally, he, he, he does things the way it should be done. And we had a chance to sit down, spend some time, and talk with Kenny Mossman. All right, first and foremost, uh, Kenny, I, I have always been a believer that one of the most underappreciated jobs in administration is sports information director. Mm-hmm. And that's how you got your start here. What, going on 16-year anniversary in right. August? 16-year uh-huh. anniversary. Could you have ever imagined <laughs> that this would grow to be as uh, all-encumbersome as everything has been from digital mm-hmm. to uh, – uh, media beyond just print and TV. It's pretty amazing to see the way that the spectrum is growing, isn't it? It's it's amazing. Um, you know, you you think back just a few years to when things were being done on a much more limited basis, and, right. and uh, now we have such amazing resources. You know, I, I think back to when our website really kind of blew up, but even beyond that, what happened with Sooner Vision, uh, where that went from a very good video operation to uh, side-by-side high-def control rooms that now get rented out by ESPN when it comes to town to to do games. So um, we've become a very far-reaching um, media entity that can do a lot of things and reach a lot of people. It's it's really incredible, and it's a, it, I'll tell you, it makes the job a lot more fun. It does, and the thing that's been cool for me, this is going on year three now for me being in Norman, is to see the young talent. I'm almost... I say this half-jokingly, but I'm, I'm jealous. I'm like, wow, look at what these kids are getting at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, whatever they might be, because everything always goes back to the student-athlete. And to me, I think that even for the student, what we're able to provide, it blows my mind. I was working on a VHS whenever yeah. I was in college, and now basically you could have a student that produces the scene setter. As, well, it's amazing. Well, and, and the skill set that they're coming to us already possessing is, is amazing. And then we just shine that and, and make it better. There, you know, Along those lines, it's kind of an interesting story. A few years ago, ESPN came in to do a game here, and it was one that they were going to go ahead and produce on their own. But they found out we had the robotic cameras on our baskets at the Lloyd Noble Center. And they, they asked if they could use them, and, of course, we said yes. And we uh, had two students – running the robotic cameras on a big Monday game on ESPN. Oh, my gosh. So it really, really is neat for the students. I was, I was a grip-pulling cable mm-hmm. as a student, you mm-hmm. know, just thanking, you know, the good Lord for that opportunity. And 
Uh, it's amazing. Well, yeah. let's get to what's been a wild off season. I mean, as far as June and July's go, anything as hectic as what you've experienced? No. Um, of course, the football change here yeah. would trump everything else. But this has been um, very unique. And yet, um, I think one of the things that, that struck me about it the most was how seamless it's been. Um, you take a legendary figure like Bob Stoops, who uh, leaves just an indelible mark on this this university, this, this state, and uh, and you make the change to a 33-year-old uh, head coach, and um, uh, and it happened without a major earthquake, you know, and I just, uh, that's been the most amazing thing to me about it. That's what blew me away, and I've told this story a lot, and I don't think people realize just how significant it is. I can remember seeing uh, guys like, you know, Blake and brad the day mm -hmm. of the press conference mm -hmm. and then seeing them two days later and it's it's business as usual right i mean when a guy leaves a gig when he's been there for you know 18 19 20 years there's usually this lull it just seemed as if everything kind of motored on can we attribute that to anything well i think you attribute it to the culture that bob created i really do and and i think by the same token you have to give lincoln a lot of credit for uh, recognizing the quality that he has around him and uh, and not coming in and making sweeping wholesale changes. I think he realizes that this thing has functioned pretty well and, and obviously has reaped a lot of success through the years, and so he's not going to come in and meddle with a lot of it. But I think you just have to look back at what Bob accomplished here and, and the atmosphere that existed while he was the head coach. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? You had probably the outside of coaches – you probably had one of the earliest almost in introductions to Bob Stoops whenever he was at Kansas State when you were there. Right. Did you see that head coach mentality in him when he you always, saw him at K-State? Yeah, he always had a unique focus. The thing you have to remember is that he and I were um, real nobodies at that point. <laughs> I mean, we st I still am. He, he emerged into something much more. But Now, he had just been hired there. He, uh, if I remember correctly, he was the last coach hired by Bill Snyder oh, wow. on that staff. And uh, and I was a very young uh SID at Kansas State. And so it was funny as, um, uh, you know, there would be post-game functions here and there, but Bob and I were neither one high enough on the pecking order to get invited to any of that stuff. And he and I would go to Aggieville after the games and eat sandwiches together. Um, so uh, it was just, it's funny all those years later, you know, I wound up sitting in his office uh, interviewing for a job to come to Oklahoma. That was 2001. So that was Right after a national championship. Yeah, great timing on my part. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you wrote books. I mean, right. everything about what Bob Stoops did has kind of been intertwined with things that you were able to go out and promote right. as the sports information director to help make people aware of what was going on. But you said it right on Twitter, and, and it stayed with me. 140 characters, no way I could do it in explaining what Bob Stoops meant. So we have a little bit more time here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what did he mean to you? Um. I don't know if I can stay composed and talk about it. I I um I I have known Bob for close to 30 years now. Um much more closely here these last 16 and uh um I don't see him as a coach. Uh, I see him as as a as a man, as a friend. Um he's got a lot of depth and and I think people started to get a sense of that. He's he's pretty private about the things that he does and uh and that's one of the things that I've always really appreciated about him that he he didn't beat his own drum but he is a he is a man of substantial depth and care and uh you know for that rough hewn Ohio Steel Valley guy um he has a very sensitive side and uh and I think the thing that probably appealed to me the most was um Bob is a sucker for children 
And, uh, seen that, yeah. And I think it says a lot about any man um, who is soft when it comes to kids. And um, and so I just have always appreciated him. Uh, you know, I, it's great that he won as many games as he did. Obviously, he made Oklahoma great again. Um, he reestablished this program. Um, but he never lost sight of who he was. And for us, the people who worked here, he, he was a co-worker. He, he did not treat us um, the way coaches treat staff sometimes. And when guys get to the point where Bob did in his career, they can sometimes become different people and start to treat those around them like like something less than co-workers. Bob never did that. It's uh, the one thing that stayed out, stood out to me when I came down here that caught me right away, and it's always a challenge, I think, that – Mr. Joe Siglione has had everybody is that broad vision. You would see Bob Stoops at a softball game. Mm-hmm. You would see Coach out at a basketball game or a baseball game. That had to be something that instilled a lot of pride and confidence in everybody whenever it's like, hey, he's out here supporting us too. Cared a lot about Oklahoma um, across the board. You know, you mentioned that you'd see him out at a softball game. Um, he was, uh, as you know, Chris, from your background, it's it's taboo to cheer in the press box. It's supposed to be an objective <laughs> that's environment. That's right. That's right. Um, he came up to the softball press box once. Uh, it was earlier this year, and uh, and was cheering blatantly, and, and kind of caught himself, and, and and looked at us and said, "Oh, I, I guess that's not uh, appropriate here." And I said, "Well, Bob, I said you can do whatever you want." Uh, but uh, no, he he did. He cared about. Uh, the sports across the board. I remember at Tulsa earlier this year when the men's golf team was winning the championship, he, he postponed his media session and invited all the media into the room where he was so they could all watch the last few holes together. And that's, that's, he just, he became part of our fabric. So it's amazing to think everyone just imagines game day, but there's so many things that go into it. You know, I was talking with Toby about it. You think about coaches shows and then pregame interviews and uh, just things that were such commonalities for 18, almost 19 years. But yet that seamless side of things beyond a different guy wearing the headset. Kenny, do you think we'll see much different in kind of the way that coaches shows or anything as far as dates or times or how Lincoln wants to do things? How different might that be this year? I think there might be a few changes. I don't think there'll be anything dramatic, but one of the things that Lincoln mentioned um, not too long ago was the fact that in addition to being the head coach, he's also going to call the plays and that on offense. And that, that is a different uh, piece of the, mm-hmm. of the puzzle. And so I think he's going to look for ways to carve out even more time in his days uh, to get himself prepared for that role. Um, and, and he and Bob, uh, they, they're similar, but they're not the same person. Right. And, uh, and I, so there, there will be some changes. Um, they'll probably be more along the lines of the things that we'll see here on the inside of the department that I'm not sure the public will ever really discern. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, that's not really anything we can truly, I, I, we can't really put it into words, you know, what those differences might be until we see them. But from your perspective, how different has it been over the last month and a half? Um, not a lot. Um, Bob was a guy who um, he wasn't real big on meetings. Um, <laughs> Bob was a very old school ball coach. So the fact that we called him HBC was more than just kind of a cool thing to call him. That really was who he was. <laughs> um, I, I think Lincoln's got um, probably a bit more interest in the administrative intricacies of his program. Um, the one thing that's changing really by the hour almost is the way we recruit and uh, one of the most dynamic aspects of that is graphic design social media all those things 
I think Lincoln's a bit more invested there. Bob certainly understood the um, importance of it. I think Lincoln's more down in the weeds on it. So I gotcha. think we might see some changes there. You s- we see one major change, and you notice it every day. I I almost make it a point. I live f- right off the corner of Lahoma and Boyd, but I can always take a longer way to drive down Lindsay if I want. And you see it every single day. This this amazing structure that is coming together minute by minute. That's got to be something as we add to all those crazy things that have happened. There was a move from a temporary locker room where the football team lived for the last almost three years to this new facility. What I mean, that's a whole new world, isn't it? It is, and I think these last two classes that won Big 12 championships have been very underappreciated for doing so out of the environment that they were in, and the coaches too, for that matter. Um, They were in temporary facilities, and – put together two teams, one of which went to the college football playoff and the other one won the Sugar Bowl. So that's pretty amazing. But, yeah, the move into the new facility, and I think that says a lot about Bob, too. There are a lot of coaches who would have had a big ego and thought, you know, I played a big role in this facility. I'm going to spend a few years in right. it. And Bob walked away when we didn't even have the new smell out yet. Yeah. Um, so, um, but, yeah, and I, and I think we're going to see it. it has, it's going to have a dramatic impact on our program in training. Um, and in recruiting. I think both of those areas will see um, huge hits from, from this thing. Did he even get to move into his new office? Oh, he didn't? He okay. did. Okay. He, and he, he chose the new furniture for it, and, <laughs> and he moved into it, was in it for a short period of time, and then, and then he was out. <laughs> I was thinking of that whenever I saw, you know, there was that kind of it's become, there I even used the term iconic, the picture mm-hmm. of Coach on the phone, and you mm-hmm. can see the Coach Riley, you can see the background behind him. I'm like, man, I wonder if Bob ever really truly got that opportunity to sit in there. But I think that's the point that, for everyone that has to have some sort of, and I'm sure you get this a lot, we get it a lot on our radio shows, there's got to be something more. There's got to be something more. Why can't it just be a guy who's 56, ready to live life, and left something that he helped build in a great place? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the reason people struggle with that is because it's a bit unusual. But I remember a conversation. Um, I, I don't know the day, but I can remember the setting and exactly where we were. It was shortly after I'd gotten here, maybe a year or two into my tenure, and Bob and I were standing out on the practice field one night, and, and it was a period where Paterno and Bowden were really uh, chasing after that all-time win mark. And he, he, just the two of us were standing there, and he looked at me and he said, you guys will never have to run me out of here. Um, he said, I will leave well before wow. I become an old man. And uh, and he, he and, and even back then he was joking about coaching a middle school basketball team. I still think he may try to do that. <laughs> Um, You're going to have middle school people now lining up I to know. say, hey, I got an opening here, I, Coach, I know. if you want it. Exactly. But uh, so I, I think that was always his plan was to, uh, I mean, let's face it, um, Bob did very, very well. I mean, um, he's he was handsomely compensated. He's a young man. Let him. He wants to, I think, enjoy his family, enjoy the fruits of his labor, and, and so um, he's in the position, frankly, we'd all love to be yeah. in. So congratulations to him. Pretty good golfer, too. So can- and probably will get a lot better now. <laughs> yeah. There, there was one other thing, because I didn't want to – when we when I get a chance to sit with you, we got to talk softball. Sure. But before I go there, uh, in talking to so many former players, I was always taken aback about how often it wasn't about championships. You know, when I would ask a Ty Darlington, mm-hmm. hey, most memorable moment, it was a loss to Texas. And I thought to myself, man, you, you won some titles. You know, you've got right. rings. But I, I learned a lot in this process of putting together these podcasts, Kenny, about the life lessons mm-hmm. these guys get. Because I know it, it might sound cliche, but it's more than just what happens on the field. And – I think that's been one of the lasting impressions for me is how much he was able to be the same guy 
even in a loss. Right. He didn't change. No, he didn't. And and I think that's why his his success was so consistent. Um, the fact that he was he very immovable. He was very loyal to his principles, and uh, and he just didn't change. And and I think we all all we all see game day. Yeah. And and we think okay, it all begins and ends there. Um, these guys spend a lot of time together. They watch a coach. Um, they see how he reacts in different situations, and they learn a lot from from those guys. And uh, boy, Bob was a great mentor for a lot of people. Speaking of great mentors. Well, what Coach Gasso has done the last couple of – well, I say couple of years because I've only been front and center for the last couple of years before since she stepped on campus here. Uh, 24th season she's going into now. Kenny, I marvel. I mean, I run out of words. I run out of adjectives to describe how impressed I've been with what they've been able to do. And now back-to-back champs. Yeah, I'm really proud of, of that program. And, uh, you know, Patty is just – I don't know what the right word is. I mean, she's just exceptional. And uh, – and I think a really good example of, of what happens when a coach emphasizes two things in recruiting. One is, obviously, she wants to get great talent. But she will not sacrifice uh, the quality of the person in order to get that talent. I've seen that time and time again, that uh, it's it's got to be both. And uh, you and I have been around these teams enough to know that um, these players that are on this team are as much fun and have as much to them off the field mm-hmm. as they do when they're on the field. Yeah. And, I, and I think she has just mastered that as well as any coach I've ever seen. And she does it in a way, I think, where you've seen her continue to grow and adapt, you know, throughout time. I, I mean, I just I, – I run out of words. I really do. And I'm the play-by-play guy. I can't run out of words, right. Kenny. i got to always have something here. But it's it, – I mean – you're losing one senior off yeah. this team, and they have an incredible recruiting class coming in. Well, and you, but and go back two or three years ago when we were losing people like Lauren Chamberlain mm-hmm. and Kaylani Ricketts and Shelby Penley, you're thinking, well, there'll be a lull. Mm-hmm. Well, the lull has been two national championships. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just remarkable, and uh, and I think the thing she's she's got going now is her personal brand and the brand of OU softball. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really believe that they've moved from recruiting into selecting. And, yeah. and that's the catbird seat in college sports. And, and uh, I had a parent tell me that when Patty walks into a, uh, a softball tournament in California or Colorado, wherever it might be, that there's it's it's palpable mm-hmm. that, that people notice that she's there. And that's that's where she is as a coach now. And a lot of young ladies want to play for her. The line of autograph seekers, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone always wants a coach's autograph. But, you know, you have play when we go to, for instance, when we go out to uh, Palm Springs, whenever mm-hmm. we play in the Marionetta Classic, it's amazing to see the amount yeah. of people that just want to be a part of it. Well, who would have ever thought that softball would reach rock star status? It and is. That's, and that's really where they are now. Hey, I, I asked Coach about that. And, and maybe you – Kenny, because of the years you've spent as the administrator, can expand on it a little bit more. Do you even find yourself in awe of where the coverage has yeah. now developed? No, no, no question. I and you got to give ESPN a lot of credit. You know, yeah. they, they have a lot of critics, but I think when it comes to softball, um, that has been a wonderful marriage. And um, and even here, you know, our TV uh, contract with Fox has afforded us the opportunity to televise so many games. Mm-hmm. And and now every game is on radio, um, and there's just uh, there seems to be an insatiable interest in it. Um, softball is doing naturally what a lot of other sports are trying to get to right now, and that is they f- they fit the TV window, they fit our schedules because it's not a four hour marathon. It's a very quick, it's a quickly resolved game, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think it's playing very well into our culture these days. I, I think the growth 
you know, it's been going on for a few years now. I don't see an end to it. And the personality of the players, too, that we see a little bit yeah. more. And then obviously we're very I, – I'm very much a, a homer for our girls and what we see from them. But you look across the country and you see that the Casey Cooper is out at Auburn and their personality and their stories mm-hmm. being told. I mean, it's just – it's incredible. And then think about this. When you do have a marathon, they chose college softball over the Dodgers. Sure. I mean, we, a <laughs> Dodgers-Nationals game that they had promoted all week long, yeah. and here we are going into the 14th, and there wasn't even an eye batted about no. keeping it on ESPN. No, that, 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 that really, was cool. That made a big statement, I think. Yeah. You know, I got a letter earlier this year from a fan on the East Coast um, who who thought maybe the players in the dugout needed to take the sport more seriously. <laughs> you know, you hear gotcha. the chance. Yeah, you, see the, you see a lot of smiles on the faces. Yep. Um, they're, they're not uh, – those bull-faced athletes, they're, they're, they have a lot of fun playing. And, and I thought to myself, seriously? That, <laughs> this is that, where we are. That's what you want? You, you'd rather have that than, than these athletes who are obviously just having the time of their life. Mm. And uh, um, I think that's another thing that resonates really well with people who watch it on TV. I have those chants, Shay, 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 Shay. It's yeah. stuck in my head. I'm walking around with it yeah. all day long. Yeah. Energy. Hey, before I let you go, uh, and I appreciate all the time. I've, I've come and bugged you on a summer day, and we've and I only have five or ten minutes. I've taken 20 <laughs> minutes of your time. Is there anything that for fans we should be on the lookout? What might be some big adjustments this year, obviously? And, and I know that this goes across you know a lot of different things, but if we're just focusing on football, uh, I mean, is is everything going to be there on opening day? Is, is it going to be a little bit of a process? Mm-hmm. How are things different, I guess, for if we just – look specifically at football for the fans in 17. I don't think you're going to see a, a, a big change. I mean, when it comes to football, we tend to look at it around here and say if it's not broke, you know, yeah. don't fix it. Um, I think the one thing the fans are going to want to get to is the, the new grand lobby and the new uh, football facility. Now, the one thing that I will alert people to, the, the Switzer Center in the past had a very museum-like feel to it. We've taken a completely different approach oh, with wow. this one. This is, is more high-tech. Uh, and to be honest with you, we 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 kind of put recruiting first. Now it's still going to be of interest to fans to come through and look at it and relive the history of OU football. But through technology, we're able to do some things that will allow recruits to have a much more immersive experience in That's our awesome. in our history. So um, there'll still be artifacts there. There'll still be uh, things that people want to look at. Um, but it's a different approach, and it's it's uh, it's aimed at a younger demographic than the than the previous model. He's great. Uh, you knew you knew there would be I, I didn't really tease it in the open, but you knew we would find a way to talk about softball in here. Kenny is the administrator for the softball team and obviously that is something that has become near and dear to my heart and obviously near and dear to his heart as well too. So that was uh, that was fun to talk softball, to talk football, to talk Bob Stoops with Kenny Mossman. Now we're we're not done Obviously, on the Sooner Sports Podcast, even though we are in the the midst of a what some might say summer swoon, beginning on Monday, beginning on Monday is Big 12 Media Day, and the Oklahoma Sooners will take center stage on Monday. So we'll have our first opportunity to hear from Lincoln Riley in an official capacity beyond just his welcome press conference. So I'm excited for next uh, next week. Jessica Cootie is heading to. Dallas. This year, Big 12 Media Days shifts from uh, a hotel, I think it was the Omni in downtown Dallas, to Frisco and the training site of the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm excited to have all of the inside information on exactly what we learn and 
what was kind of the big storyline to develop out of Big 12 Media Day. That's coming up next Tuesday on the Sooner Sports Podcast. And, again, looking ahead, I'm so excited for the next few weeks. Uh, I've talked to Michelle Gascoigne, Aaron Miller, uh, Lauren Chamberlain, so many great former Sooners to put together a tribute podcast to Patty Castle. In fact, I spent 20 minutes talking to Coach herself. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks. I sat down and finally got a chance to pick the brain of Brandon Meyer. That's coming up next week as well, too. So we have a busy schedule on the Sooner Sports Podcast as we inch closer to the start of the college football season. And thanks again to Kenny Mossman for giving us so much time, so much information, and so much insight on this edition of the Tailgate. Again, I can't thank you guys enough for downloading. We love to hear from you. Uh, leave a rating. Leave a uh, Leave a review. That's Oklahoma Sooners. Search for that on iTunes or just go to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And right there are all the ways to, dis- uh, to subscribe to the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until next Tuesday. Everyone have a great weekend as we get closer. We get closer. We'll be recapping Big 12 Media Days coming up on Tuesday's edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. And until then, everyone have a great weekend. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.